Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of Pro Cool. It's not just cool, it's actually on fire right now. Oh god, my life is in shambles. Uh, trying to figure out what to do with this. Uh, we're here to put out the flames by talking about professional. Oh god, professional wrestlers on fire too. Uh, Fuck. We're going to talk about MLW. We're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown Live. We're going to talk about NXT 205 Live. And this Sunday is Elimination Chamber, so we'll have our predictions at the end of the show. I'm Owen. With me is without a video this week is John. Why is this happening? I, I don't know, but are any we st- of this? Are we streaming live? I don't know. I don't know what's happening anymore. This is all so confusing and terrible. Uh, I, I feel like we're probably streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online. I don't really know, though. I, I can't. I, I I don't know, man. Twitter at the heel turn questions, comments as we deem fit. Um, Hi. I don't have a microphone anymore, so I'm recording this on an iPad. Yeah. If people are watching the video version, John's doesn't have a video because he's on an iPad. Which I mean, I could probably have a video of it, and you know, no, still don't. be running this don't. this voice memo that I'm recording on. But I don't really want to risk it with the luck I've been having, considering that like my fucking blue yeti has seemingly been destroyed somehow. I'm gonna blame the cat. I'm gonna blame the cat. There's a lot of static electricity in this room. That. Oh, yeah. You should not have that around electric electrical things, especially a microphone. Yeah, I feel like it's the cat's fault. Yeah, fuck the cat. No, I feel like I also need to get, like, a fucking new desk or something. Maybe. I hate all of this, Owen. You, you, I, you know what I like? You know what I would like? For you would all go to Patreon.cool and give us money so I could get a new fucking microphone, goddamn. Sorry, John, the current Patreon just covers the cost of running the website. The website is a lot of money to run. Especially when I had to switch hosts. There was a whole deal at the the beginning of the year, you remember. I do remember, it was bad. It's very, it was very bad. But, you know what's good? Nothing. This shirt I'm wearing, I'm wearing the gritty oh. shirt that they gave away this week. Not a great shirt. It's a great shirt. It's not a great shirt. He's pointing at the WrestleMania sign? He's pointing at the WrestleMania sign, but he looks weird. He looks like he's drawn by a five-year-old. John, this this is the way drawn gritty has always looked. Like, this is the actual art for how gritty looks in animated form. It's a five-year-old's fever dream. Yeah, it is. That's the point. But yeah, it's the shirts. I have the shirt because I went to the Russell show on Monday, so I will have live feedback on that. Hey John, you know what else is why, cool? Why do you do this to yourself? She was cheap, and I only and I came and I got there late, so I still was only there for two hours. So it was fine. Hey, John, you know what else is cool? No. Uh, before we streamed this podcast, I spent a little over an hour uh, playing a little game called... Actually, it's close to like two hours. 
I played a lot of that game. I played a lot of Twitch things. Okay. It's it's in it's in closed beta. I got into the beta. That's a cool game. Is it just SingStar? Um, no. Uh, kind it it's it's complicated. So essentially, what it is is it's karaoke streaming on the internet. Like all the songs that are licensed for the game are like karaoke ver- versions that they made. Okay. So there's no vo- like there's, there's like har- harmony vocals that are in there, but it's just you have to sing it. That okay, kind of, so the tubes. Yeah. They made their own karaoke versions. Is it MIDI? Is it real instruments? Real instruments. What's going on here? Some of these covers are really good. Some of them they, you're like, they, it's weird, but I get it. They got all the harmonics bands back together. Is Monkey Steel Monkey Steel's Beach involved? I have no idea. I didn't see the credits, so who knows? I can't say the what covers. What does Freeze Pop good. have to say about all this? Freeze Pop's busy with their Kickstarter or Indiegogo or whatever the hell they use for their album. That's not out yet. They're very busy. But yeah, John, this game is rad. Um, I'm very self-conscious about singing because I know for a fact I'm bad at it. And streaming it on Twitch with a live chat full of anonymous assholes is a terrible idea. Everyone was cool. There were people that came in and cheered me on and actually like, supported me and said I did a good job. Which is fucking weird. Because Aaron has a bad place, but uh, yeah. Oh, and I will have you know that the point of karaoke is to win. I I won because I got points. If they hit the button high enough, I I get a standing ovation. <clears throat> it's cool. Also, another fun element is that during the song, it'll put up a vote for the Twitch people to vote on a challenge for me to do, and then I have to do the challenge for a, a period of time where it could be something like. One of them was I had to sing while not showing my teeth. One was I had to sing in the highest voice I could. Another one was I had to uh, pat my head from my belly while singing. Like, it's goofy stuff, and it was a lot of fun, given the little interaction with the chat. And also, if they do any uh, Twitch emotes, they, uh, they, they fly around in the background of your avatar singing on the stage. So there were lots of Kappas and PogChamps. This game sounds both interesting and like a fucking horrible fever dream nightmare that I hate. Hey, John, I I forgot to tell you uh, the best uh, part. What's that, Owen? Uh, Well, it's a two-parter. One, the songs are 100% uncensored. It's an M-rated game? Yeah. Okay. You, I, I said motherfucker, and it, the lyrics came and said motherfucker for one of the songs. Okay. Number two. They have tenacious D. Okay. So uh, how do they? Is it still like, despite being M rated, like cutesy looking? Yeah. Like, but the the songs are like I think you could choose to have the song censored or not, but I chose I'm not sure. to. Yeah, because why would you? John? They need to they really need to find some way to gradient rating that system. John, there's something very important. One of the Tenacious D songs 
is Wonder Boy. That's good. I got to, uh, you know, kill a yak with mine bullets. It's, v- how, it's very good. How many Tenacious D songs exactly? Um, and which ones? I think this list says three, but I think there were more than that I saw. But these three I do remember being in there are Wonder Boy, Tribute, and Kickapoo. Fuck Kickapoo, really? But it's, it's, it's the uncensored version, so it's fun. It's still, like, it's not... If you're gonna... If you're gonna pick a song from that soundtrack that I still don't think is great, at least... At least go with Master Exploder. Look, yeah. Again, like I said, I feel like there were more songs in there than this list is giving me. Uh, Or, maybe this is a controversial opinion, but I'll say it anyway. Government Totally Sucks is a pretty great song. I wish they didn't cut it from the movie. They, they they should add more Tenacious D. Also, and this is fucking crazy, but it's Amazon, so they have money to do this shit. There's a lot of Disney songs in there. Yeah, it makes sense. I got to sing I'll Make a Man Out of You. That's cool. That's a, And also Be Your Guest is in there, and a bunch of Latin songs are in there, and Lion King songs are, and it's, it's really, it's a cool game. I like it a lot. I'm probably going to stream it again. How do they make the emoji for the creepy Will Smith genie appear? You have to uh, wish hard enough. Did you see what is my new favorite Photoshop going around the internet, by the way, related to that? Which one? Pokemon Red and Blue. I did not see this one. Red is the new Hellboy. Blue is Fuck. Will Smith Genie. Oh my god. I'm in. I'm in. That's really good. That's really good. I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. Yeah, send it to me after the show. I 100%. I can totally see that. That's great. But first, tell me about wrestling news, because we should probably move on, because I'm still worried about this recording. Alright, let's head into the wrestling news. Hey, John. Ah. Remember I, you said everything on fire and everything sucks? I wish I didn't. Well, a lot of people are, are bailing because everyone's dying this week. Cool. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, first is that uh, Luke Perry passed away. Which that's... Okay, for one, is that really wrestling related? Yes! Because his son is Jungle Boy in AEW. Oh shit. Yeah, and he like You're goes right. he goes to all the shows and like supports his son. So yeah, it is wrestling news. I cause I was gonna say, I mean, don't get me wrong, it is really fucking sad. And I'm very sad for Luke Perry and his family. That's like, oh my god, he had a stroke at fifty two. What the fuck? Yeah, and also Jungle Boy. You need to feel bad for him, dude. Yeah. But also, goddamn. Yeah. Only 52. Jesus. And the other one is also at a pretty young age for being dead is uh, King Kong Bundy at 61. Yeah. Real, that's a real shame. They it both, really is. Yeah. yeah. And plus, there are a bunch of other deaths that aren't wrestling related. Uh, everyone just, you know, care for each other. 
tell tell people that you're you know been away from for a while that you love them. Mm-hmm. Hey, John. Yes, Owen. I love you. I love you too. Please don't die. I make no guarantees. Do your best. How about that? I don't know. I haven't been feeling very pro lately. I thought you were going to say you don't you didn't feel so good. It's like, no, John, we, we're we not doing that bit again. You're not disappearing from the I don't podcast. know what you're talking about. I, I don't know either. Maybe there'll be a part three. Anyway. Uh, moving on. I, I, I don't want to dwell on the the deaths, there's plenty of write-ups online. Where can... I want to dwell on, on one part of the death. Alright. Owen, read it to me, or I or should I read it to you? You read it, I don't know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, no. Please, God, don't. I don't want to acknowledge that person, they're a bad person. They're a horrible person. We... And that's why I have to acknowledge no, it. No, we, we don't need to give that person a platform. They need to continue to not exist. Look, man. So just do it real fast. Just do it. I'm just saying. Just do it. From the realest one of all, at real one. Fuck Enzo, him. Enzo, FKA Enzo More. Fuck him. Clapping hands. R.I.P. King Kong buddy. The epitome of pro wrestling, I recall going two shows at MSG with my grandparents. My grandma, Raffalina, loved him and hyped him the whole ride in. Plenty of wrestlers risked it all that night, but I never forgot the guy with the green tongue who ate the turnbuckle muscle emoji. Hey, John. Yes, I sent, I, I sent this to you when it happened, and you didn't, yeah. and you didn't notice there was anything wrong with it. I didn't read it because I immediately saw... Enzo Amore, and went, no, I'm not reading that. The, that that's a, that is a description of George the Animal Steel. I'm aware that's George the Animal Steel, and yes, when I read that, I was like, wait, that's not King Kong Bundy, what? Fuck that guy. I, I, he, he should continue to not exist. How about that? People are trying to say that this is a, a work and he's trolling to get attention. Yeah, that's, that's why. No, I'm, he's a fucking idiot. I think it's a mix of both. That's why he didn't delete it. He's an idiot and he had attention. I mean, he's an... Yeah, no, that's why he didn't delete it because he's an idiot and he wants attention. But no, no, let's, let's not forget the story of from the Simon Gotch, like that fucking well-known Simon Gotch uh, shoot where he talks about like how Enzo fucking was listening to some story about like the fucking famous like classic wrestler Manny Fernandez and thought that people were talking about Kalisto. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm done. I'm. I'm. I don't want. He. He's banned from the show. He's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know anything. So it's not surprising to me that he would just think that fucking George the Animal Steel is King Kong Bundy. Fuck that guy. Hey, John, you want, yeah, fuck that you guy. want more news? Sure. Uh, during Monday Night Raw... But I just have to say one oh, last God. thing of why I brought that up. Because look, man, sometimes you gotta... You don't know it's a work, so you work, you work yourself into a shoot, Marks. Uh, don't bring him up either. Come on, man. 
Just lean into all the horrible people. In, everything is terrible on my end. Embrace the chaos, Owen. That's all I'm saying. Hey, hey, John, Monday Night Raw took place in Philadelphia this week. Okay, speaking of embracing the chaos... You leave Gritty alone. Did you throw snowballs at Roman Reigns? You, you leave Gritty alone. You didn't answer the question. I, I'll take your silence as a yes. There was no snow. I couldn't do it. The snow all melted. Anyway. Again, you summon the snow from your mind with the pure right. hatred that lives in your hearts because you're dark, evil people. Alright, John, I'll give you the real answer. I I watched his promo from the train because I got my ticket like a few minutes before the show started. So I missed his, I missed the promo. I didn't throw snowballs because I wasn't there. Would I have? you goddamn right I would have. Nailed it. But yes, during Raw which I attended, they aired a commercial because they always say next time they're going to be in the city and you should get your tickets. And they said, hey, we'll be here on Sunday, July 14th. For Sunday? Yeah. John, Ex Extreme Rules is coming to Philadelphia. Okay, then. And they advertised some, some fake matches that I didn't pay attention to because I know they're not real. But, yeah. Extreme rules. I'm in. I'm gonna go to that show. Have fun with that. I, I will, because I know you're. You don't want to go. It's true. You, you don't. Like it's hard to. It's hard to convince me to care about main roster. I'm just saying, especially a show like Extreme Rules, which is a kind of filler. Yeah, but it's just a. It, you know, if the matches suck, at least there are gonna be weird stipulations. Which will be fun. I mean, you say that, and yet there's a lot of times, like, let's say last year, where Extreme Rules was mostly just a bunch of normal-ass matches. Yeah, but also, this is in Philadelphia. Whenever they hear they love to say, Oh, ECW hometown, we gotta do crazy shit. Remember MLW did that? Yeah, the difference is that the MLW is a, a PG-13 show that also aired the fuck word on live television last week, whoops. Oh, hey, John, also, uh, SmackDown aired the fuck word on TV. <laughs> I saw that. That's why I, I added it to the MLW notes, or, you know, specifically made the MLW notes, because I wanted to talk about the fuck word. John, I watched SmackDown on Hulu. It was still there. Kind of want to go watch it right now and see if it's still there. It's, it was still there. It was awesome. But yeah, I'll get I'll get to that when I talk about SmackDown, since I don't have a whole lot of stuff to talk about, since it's gonna mostly be in the Elimination Chamber section. But yeah, Extreme Rules, Philadelphia. I've never been to an Extreme Rules. I want to do that, and it's also eleven days before my birthday, so I think that would be a cool thing to do for my birthday. Just just saying. Well, you know what I think's pretty cool, Owen. Not my birthday. I mean, I do. I just don't. I think don't believe it's... you. Of course, I do. It's I don't just believe you. Fucking extreme rules is going to be mad expensive. Um, well, I do believe that part. But also, I want to be. I want to be ringside because the 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 weapons are going to hit me in the head. Which, yeah, okay, cool. I understand that, but that's also going to be like four hundred bucks, dog. Damn. I know. Hey, John. I the was. Point I was ringside for a Punjabi prison. I don't give any fucks. 
the point of all this is the fuck word. We'll get there. We have one more news story. Is it about the fuck word? No, it's worse. Damn it! It's gonna make you say the fuck word. I don't know. I mean, that that's a that's a pretty. You have to listen to Papa McMahon. That's a pretty harsh word to say. John, have you noticed that Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano have been missing? No, they were just on NXT this week. It was great. They DIY. They fought Undisputed Era. That match was amazing. Oh, hey, John. Good. Guess what? That taping was the last time Tommaso Ciampa wrestled. What? Because he is injured. Oh no. He's getting surgery. Not his knee. Oh man, no, not his knee. I saw that. No, John, it's way what worse. Is, what do you mean, Owen? He says as if he doesn't know everything that happened and is part of why he's embracing that life is pain. His neck. He's getting surgery on his neck. What the fuck? Tomorrow. What the fuck? He is going he's getting a anterior Cervical fusion procedure happen. I don't know what any of that means, but that sounds horrible. He is out indefinitely. Indefinitely. Yes, there's no date on his return. Jesus fucking Christ. And there is an NXT taping next week, which is the last taping heading into WrestleMania weekend. So they will have to address this. And spoilers, I mean, I don't mean to fucking ruin the next couple weeks of NXT, but I, you know, I guess we kind of have to now. Like, yo, where this is all building is that DI, like, DIY, they, they won their first round match this week, so they beat Undisputed Era, but, like, they're gonna go into the next round, and they're gonna lose, and then... Fucking Champa's gonna try and turn on Gargano again, and Gargano's gonna fuck him up, and that's gonna be setting up for their next for like a championship match. Well, that's not gonna happen. Also, we have a bad joke from the chat. Uh, Dylan Seaman says, "It's don't worry, it's not spelled that way. It's, it's spelled like the you know actual shit person." Uh, all these wrestlers getting hurt. It's a real pain in the neck. Ain't that a kick in the head, Owen? I hope it wasn't a kick in the head that got him hurt. I mean, it probably was a kick in the head that broke his neck. damn it. I just hope he just landed on it bad. Kind of like Asuka, who almost, you know, got her neck fucked up on Monday. Didn't you hear that? Did you hear that? Asuka Asuka had a match at a house show on Monday, and they had to end the match because she got hurt. Why would they have a house show... SmackDown brand. At the same time as Raw. SmackDown brand, man. They gotta make their money. But it's happening at the same time as Raw. Why would they not want people... They they get it, John. People don't want to watch Raw. This company is fucking stupid. I swear to God. Whatever. Point is, uh, she just landed badly on her back. It wasn't her neck. She was fine. She's cleared for Sunday. And she had physicality on SmackDown this week, so... We good. Asuka's good. That's great, but also it would be cool if Asuka was allowed to do things on television instead of fucking dying in house shows. Nope, sorry, she has to die. Being 
completely unimportant despite being the fucking champion. Well, she won't be champion for long, so don't worry. I don't believe that. We'll see. Anywho, uh, that's it for wrestling news, unless you got something. My undying hatred. Alright, then speaking of undying hatred, tell me about MLW. Damn, that's harsh, bro. Life is pain, John. You got, don't, don't be hating on the newest announcee of the MLW. What? I was trying to. Why do you try to make it into like a you know a a word and then you said the M and and the L separately? Because look, it's hard. Okay, pronouncing consonants all at the same time is hard. All right. I tried to figure. I tried to figure it out. I didn't figure it out. We learn it's way sometimes. Okay, well, you're better at this than I am. I'm not a linguist. I don't. I'm a goddamn professional, John. I don't do podcasts for a living. Wait, shit. Yeah, you kind of do. Well, maybe that's why we're not getting many money on the uh, fucking Patreon there. Anyway! Wow! I just want to talk about MLW briefly because it was uh, their latest live show last weekend. Intimidation Games from Chicago. Ew, Chicago. Back in Chi-Town. Back. They were just there, like, a few months ago. Guess what, Owen? Why? They had two matches. And also, uh, they announced their newest uh, color commentator. Oh, God. uh, Because I guess Tony Schiavone's gone. Who is it, John? It's fucking Jim Cornette! Fuck that. Oh, come on. What do you mean, oh, come on? It's fucking Cornette. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah, I know. Do I need need to go back to that Santino story? No, you don't. We all know. I don't like it. still fucking Jim Cornette. No, I I I don't like him. Keep him away from the talent, but, like, you know what? On the microphone... He's still pretty cool. Yeah, I don't he like waves him. his tennis racket around. I don't like it. I don't like I'm him. Okay with it. Good for you. you. He's on the show you like to watch. I fucking hate that guy. Look, maybe a terrible curmudgeon and a fucked up kind of racist old man. Yeah, as I say, he's very racist. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not saying that. Anyone should like Jim Cornette. But you're saying you like Jim Cornette. I'm just saying Jim Cornette is a very, very, very problematic fave. Oh, just like Hulk Hogan, right? No. Oh, no, you, no, you gotta love Hulk Hogan now, too. Hogan's is problematic. Let me tell you something, brother. You know what? Because here's the thing. Cornette will at least, like, put over the product. Hogan just puts himself over. He puts him and both. tries to pretend he's not racist. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. Jim Cornette does not try to pretend he's not racist. It's very true. But yeah, good good for him. I still hate him. That's fair. 
I mean, again, I'm not arguing that you shouldn't hate Jim Cornette. I'm just saying, ah, he's fine. They could do a lot worse. They could be doing JR. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't put it in the, in the notes, but uh, JR is leaving WWE at the end of the month. Okay. His contract is running out. He's not renewing. So he's going to go work elsewhere. Okay. But, um, get ready for him to come to MLW. That's fine. You really don't have to. No, but he's going to. It's, I like, hey, it you know, could be worse. I, he could be going to a- AEW. Yeah, I mean, could. let's be honest. He's probably just going to go back to fucking don't say making new- trace, trace miserable. What? New Japan. No, don't don't say that. New Japan. I just said it. He's going back to make tra- trace miserable. No, that makes me miserable too. Well, life is pain. Because he's also an old racist man. I'm aware. I don't need that. Guess what? Wrestling is filled with old racist men. Okay, you're not wrong. Why do you think I had a crisis of conscience about this shit like ten months ago? I have no idea. I don't remember this. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. I don't feel so good. First day of the Lucha Brothers fight Team AAA, which is the Laredo Kid and Taurus. Oh, how's this? Have you seen Taurus? No, is he a he's a big, He's a big, burly fucking Minotaur man! Is he an actual Minotaur? He wears a fucking bull head! While he wrestles? Yes! With the hordes? Yes! <laughs> Fuck, okay, I'm in. He's fucking great! <laughs> uh, he's like the reverse El oh, Torito. This, this match was really fun. I really... Yeah, no, he's like... And he's fucking gigantic, too. He's basically... He is basically a fucking luchador version of Mantar. Except he actually wears the head the entire time. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. It's so good! That's really good. This was a really fun match. This is a very silly, crazy lucha match. Uh, I liked when Phoenix jumped and did a move to the outside and then yelled in the camera that the the Lucha Brothers are the best tag team in the fucking world. Wait, what? Yeah! Into the camera. Yeah, into the camera. On live television. On live television. And they didn't bleep it. I mean, they didn't bleep it on the YouTube version. Maybe they bleeped it on, uh, you know, being sports, but I feel like if they did that... They would have just done it on the YouTube version too, right? What's the internet? So you know, there's no law. There's no law, but also it's cable. There's no law. Yeah, whatever. Like you probably, you probably just said it. The only people they're gonna piss off is GoDaddy. You can't piss off GoDaddy. Yeah, exactly. Go to GoDaddy.com to see the rest of this commercial. Fuck. Not again. How is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that match was really cool. Lucha Brothers won. That match was really cool. But also, there was a Minotaur Man and the fuck word. There was a Minotaur Man and the fuck word, which made it even cooler. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're underselling this. That's pretty good. It was really... It's it's definitely worth watching. And also worth watching is the uh, the main event, which was admittedly 
not as good, and the ending was a little weird. I didn't really understand it, mm-hmm. but it was fine. What was it? Uh, it was the rematch of uh, Filthy Tom Lawler and uh, our good friend Loki for the MLW Heavyweight Championship, or World Heavyweight Championship, this time in a steel cage. Oh, shit. And it was like, it was like an actual classic cage. Like blue bars? Not blue bars, it was black. But yeah. that shit was not chain link. Like big, like steel pipes. Yeah. Those are you, you know those are fucking really dangerous, right? This these the pipes in this one were definitely thinner, so I'd say that it was probably you know a little bit safer and, and less you know had a little more give to it than the old old ones. But definitely not the fucking chain link fence that the WWE uses. Yikes. It was kind of cool. Was the match good? Yeah, this was a fun match. Um, it got really weird at the end because it basically... I feel like the last five minutes or so was them fighting on top of the cage and then fighting while hanging on to the outside of the cage. Why didn't they just drop down? I know. Like... I feel like they're trying to say, like, oh, we're really high up and we don't want to, like, you know, fall, but we also don't want to do that. But then, literally, it, the, the ending was fucking low-key smashes Tom Lawler's head and face into the goddamn cage and Tom Lawler falls to the ground and wins. That's really stupid. It was really anticlimactic. Wow, that's a that's just bad booking. And it sucked because, like, up until then, the match was, like, really fucking exciting and, like, really cool and had, like, a lot of really fucking fun moments. And, like, I thought they did a really good job of playing to both of their strengths. And, like, they had a great moment where, like, Tom Tom Lawler's caught in the tree of woe on one of the turnbuckles and low-key uh, is on top of the cage. And he, you know, makes the, has having to make the decision of, all right... Am I going to climb down and win this, or am I going to double stomp this motherfucker's chest in until he dies? That one. And he chooses that one, and Tom Lawler, like, right at the last second, like, just, while still in the tree of woe, just, like, grabs the side of the cage and starts shaking it, and and shakes it and makes fucking low-key slip and crotch himself on the top of the cage. Ah. And And it was really exciting and cool. Sound and like then good. Tom, and then Tom Lawler climbed up to join him, and it all went downhill. No, no it didn't go down because they stayed up. They, they no, the thing fall. is, it it went down, but it took them a very long time to go down, and then when they finally went down, it was the most anticlimactic ending. Yeah, it's a bummer. But hey, Tom Lawler wins, and he's still your. MLW champion. Couldn't have seen that coming. And then he died. What? So, all throughout the episode, there's they have some weird glitches throughout, like various scenes, like the intro, uh, the the tag team match, the the fucking MLW opening, like the now forever thing that they do. Where they show, like, a weird ISIS-looking logo. What? And the word Contra. 
Wait, what? Yeah. I guess you could say it's kind of a Sandinista thing, but I don't know. A thing with a bunch of swords and it says Contra. It's it supposed to be a of... gun, though. It's kind of, if it's Contra. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I don't know, man. But I do know who Contra is. Who? It's a new faction of uh, Simon Gotch who doesn't have a fucking mustache anymore and I hate it. Wow, no. He's clean shaven and it's like, wow, what the fuck? How dare he? He looks so weird now. How dare he? And also a, a strange bearded man who I don't know and a portly Samoan gentleman who I don't know. Samojo? No. Okay. The Samoa gentleman did a superfly splash from the top of the cage on Tom Lawler. That seems like a... How, how big is this guy? He's pretty big. Okay, that sucks then. It was pretty cool. The crowd was very into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't understand what the fuck this is or what the fuck happened, but like, yo... Having Simon Gotch be a cool heel with a weird faction and drape a flag over Tom Lawler after he kills him, I don't get it, but I kind of like it. I like Simon Gotch. I, I think that that's a good first feud for him to have with, you know, or for Tom Lawler to have as a babyface, uh, as champion of, hey, here's the guy that used to be in your corner and then turned on you in the build and then you beat him. Now he wants revenge on you. Makes sense. I think with his weird new faction, I think that could totally work, but... Does Lawler have friends? I mean, he's got Team Filthy, but, like, I don't know. I haven't seen... He's got Fred Yehi. That doesn't seem like enough. Doesn't seem like enough, either. Maybe he'll form a team, and then they'll go to War Games! I don't think so, actually. I don't know if you heard that news, but apparently, uh... MLW, they had the uh, the trademark to War Games. Uh-huh. They sold it to WWE. Damn. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they made a pretty penny, though, so that's good. I guess that means that they're never doing another War Games match again. Fuck. They'll, they'll just call it something different. Oh, man. They'll just call it the match beyond. Since WWE's not going to do it. Fuck. You're welcome. Anyway, that's that's MLW Intimidation Games. There will be more, uh, you know, because the rest of the show after the live part was a taping. So there will be more matches from this that will be shown throughout the weeks until the Battle Riot. Which is in New York, right? Yeah. Cool. You going to go to that? Um, I mean, I are we tr- going to still try and go to NXT? Well, oh, is it to Friday? Yeah, it's on Friday. Okay, then probably I, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it to NXT. I don't know yet. What to find out? Cause, I mean, because I would t- I would totally go. I would totally fucking go to Battle Riot if we're not gonna do NXT. And admittedly, after I'm not now that I'm not gonna get the fucking end of Chopper Gargano, I kind of have lost a little bit of interest in it. John, over that NXT UK title match though. I do want to see the big chunk. Yeah. The the biggest chungus. Yeah, we'll, we'll 
we will figure that out this month. All right, tell me about the main roster. And make it quick because I hate it. Bad news, John, it's not going to be quick because I went to Monday Night Raw. Let's play my favorite game. No, we're not playing that game because I need to tell you about some shit that I saw in person. But do you? Yes. John? Fuck Elias. I no longer like him. Good, he's a heel. He's doing his job. I, he needs to go away and never come back. You're just mad like those dumb Supersonics fans. Yeah, but also, fuck the Supersonics. He talked trash on Gritty. Talk trash on Gritty. He's a national treasure. I will hear none of it. They showed the video package for the city, and Gritty was the big highlight of it. Gritty is awesome. Why, why is Elias going to fight Gritty at WrestleMania? Gritty broke kayfabe. He is trash. Throw him in the garbage with Ronda Rousey. To be fair, saying fuck Jeff is a lot funnier than saying fuck Elias. Because it's only one syllable. I don't know. It worked for fuck Jerry. That's two Until syllables. it's not working for fuck Jerry. Yeah, we don't need to talk about for them anymore. Things didn't go so great now, did it? Aside from the fact that, you know... Was it Netflix or Hulu that paid them the money? Netflix. Fucking, of course it was. Also, I mean, things seems like things have gone pretty great for him, considering you're fucking rich off of, like, stealing people's shit. Yeah. And the most they've gotten out of it is, like, some kind of finger-wave-wagging fucking tweets and, and insta-posts at them in, like, an article or two about it. Oh, boy. It like they've any... That doesn't seem like they've actually been, you know, punished. They're not ashamed of their words and deeds. Of course they're not. They ain't no shame. Near does Elias. Not mad. Well, you know what? Elias shouldn't have any because fuck your garbage city. He talked shit before the cat before he came back from commercial. The song was a lot longer. That they put it on WWE.com. They put the video of the part you didn't see, and it. He's a bad person. I, I mean, in fairness, the part I didn't see was all of it. You should see it, because he's an, he's an asshole. And I, the crowd legitimately got angry. And there was a gritty chant, but he was not there. Now he's got to be gritty versus Elias at WrestleMania. Have Elias almost win the Andre Battle Royal, but gritty eliminates him. Makes sense, doesn't it? Who would Gritty be friends with on the WWE roster? Who would he help? Adam Rose's rabbit. No, that's not a thing anymore. Uh, Titus? Would you be would Titus be friends with him? I feel like it would be the probably be the Miz, but the Miz is. You know, has a storyline for WrestleMania, so it wouldn't be him. Who knows? Anyway, that that I actually me. hate this. Uh, did you know that Roman Reigns came back and he got cheered? 
Yes. You got cheered in Philadelphia. I'm aware. Because we're assholes, but we're not that we're not that much of assholes. Also, from the little bit I've seen, like honestly, it feels like his his promos have been better since he came back. Mm-hmm. Like he just feels more like confident and like genuine, but not. Yeah, like exactly, like genuine. Not like he's just being like the fucking stupid cocksure character that he plays that always just came off as like fucking fake. Suffering succotash, John. No. No. Yeah, he came back and uh, he called out Seth Rollins, and he s- pretty much said, "Uh, yeah, Dean Ambrose is fucking leaving." We should probably have one more match with the Shield because there's nothing really going on with Raw to per- for Fastlane. Yeah, he was pretty much, from my understanding, like, look, man, I know Ambrose did some real dick shit a couple weeks ago, but whatever, man. Come on, we gotta Get do over it. it. And Rollins is like, no, fuck that guy. And Roman went, come on! And then Rollins went, ah, okay. And then they called out Ambrose to join them, and then Elias murdered him. Elias was pretending it was... Elias knew what I had suggested to you, that what was going to happen was that Gritty was going to kill him, but then Gritty was going to take off his head and reveal that it was Ambrose. Yeah, he's, he got ahead of that. He still fought Ambrose afterward, after his uh, shitty promo, and then he beat Dean Ambrose clean. Because Dean Ambrose is a punk. Yeah, Ambrose got mad and he left. When Here's the weird thing. So, after the match, uh, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns come on the stage and just, like, look upset. And then they go to commercial. They just stand there the whole commercial break until we come back. It was like, why? Why did they wait? The lights went out. They were frozen. Yeah, it didn't stop Elias from setting up his set and do his thing. Elias has magic powers. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, Ambrose uh, got mad and he says, no, fuck you guys. I'm leaving and went up into the crowd. And then cue uh, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, and Drew McIntyre, who are a team for reasons. And Drew McIntyre says, fuck the shield. We were going to give you guys a big match, but you guys suck, so we're just going to murder you two right now. And they did. And then Ambrose had a change of heart and says, you know what, screw it, I'll go in and help them. And then he put his fist in and they're having the six-man tag on Sunday. I know I said this weeks ago, but it bears repeating. Remember when they fucking cared about McIntyre? No, I mean, I wish I didn't because I never liked him. I mean, again, I, to repeat what I said last time we had this exact same conversation, like... I never liked him in NXT, and I still stand by that, that I don't think he was good in NXT. I thought that his weird, stupid, uh, kind of, I'm a man's man, stand up and show me that you're a man, like babyface character, 
was just kind of shitty and regressive and, and made me hate him. But like, I think that he's a kind of talent who with his skill set and especially as a heel, like worked really fucking well on the main roster. Like the same way that like Elias is kind of a guy that is just made for that environment. He's made for Vince Uh and like he was getting that push. And then suddenly they just decided, ah, fuck it. We're going to have you lose to Dolph or fucking Ziggler, a bunch of all people. And then it's just, he never got his fucking momentum back. Like it seemed like he was a guy that was getting a big push for fucking mania. And now they're just like, whatever. Fuck Drew. It's like, they don't know what they're doing. What? And it's really, it's just like, what the fuck? I don't know. And and again, this is a guy who, you know, in spite of our opinion of him, which again, I will still say is the correct opinion, but regardless, he was super fucking over in NXT. Yeah, I don't get that. People loved his ass. I I don't get it. And people were into him on the main roster too. It doesn't make any fucking sense it's a goddamn joke when you hear shit like you know vince saying like oh i can't make stars out of any of these people he even barely even fucking tried with drew i think he tried he just got bored like fuck man you you literally dude left the fucking company and made something of himself came back and like built his way back up from like the fucking, you know, the lowest rung on the fucking company ladder in NXT, even though it's still the best, but, you know, regardless, it's the lowest. Uh Like, fucking comes back, and, like, you basically treat him exactly the same as you did when he was the fucking chosen one. He's a fucking afterthought. Um, I have no problem with it, though. They should do that with Lashley as well, because I don't care about him. I mean, fuck Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is not very good. No. And he doesn't, and like, you know, he doesn't get the right kind of heat. Like, you know what? Say what you will about Drew McIntyre. He gets the right kind of heat because he's good at being a heel and he's good at being like, when he's being like, oh, none of you fucking people are men, man enough to fight me. You're all a bunch of fucking loser wusses. And I'm like the only tough one here and fuck you. Like, yeah, I, I hate him and I want to see him get his comeuppance from fun, smiling Finn Balor. But like, Bobby Lashley, he's just fucking boring. Yep. But ha- Literally all all he has is showing you his ass for some reason. Dude, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's a very nice ass. Like, if he didn't have Leo Rush, I wouldn't care. He has Leo Rush, I still don't care. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he has Leo Rush and I barely care, mostly just because I kind of like Leo Rush still. Yeah. But, hey, they're in this big program with the S.H.I.E.L.D., so that's cool. You know what else was cool? And also, I I like that we're also just not acknowledging Baron Corbin! Who? Exactly. You know what else was cool, John? What's that, Owen? Uh, seeing Ricochet and Alistair Black wrestle on Raw. I had not. I saw them this week as well. I had not seen either of their entrance. Wait, no, that's. I've seen Alistair Black's entrance before. I had not seen uh, Ricochet's entrance before. It's cool. Does he still have his lasers? Oh yeah, dude. Of course, they're very cool lasers. Uh, but yeah, what happened was that uh, they fought the revival for the tag titles. Sure. 
and we were all set. The the crowd was all set to get excited for this match, and then Bobby Roode and Chad Gable showed up. What? Yeah, they stood at they stood like at ringside the whole match, and because of that, we everyone in the crowd just lost interest. We're like, yeah, we know it's gonna happen. But they're baby faces. No, they're not. Since when? I don't fucking remember. They're they're heels now. What? Did they they literally just turn them heel for this? Yeah, the revival were on the outside. They were thrown out, you know, in the middle of the match, and all of a sudden, Rude and Gable attacked them and caused a disqualification. And then wait, they they attacked the the heel champions because they were there. They attacked them to cause a disqualification so that Black and Ricochet wouldn't win the titles. What the fuck? And then they got the ring and attacked them too. What the? What? I don't know. The crowd didn't give a shit either because we're like, eh. But at least it'll be a we... triple threat on Sunday. I. <sighs> oh, and no, we we need to talk about this. I we have wanted them to turn Bobby Roode heel since he got to the main roster. Almost two years ago. And this is how they do it. Mm -hmm. This is how they finally turn him heel. By having him and his weird, his weird son. Come out and hang out at ringside during an unrelated match. And then attack the heel team. And then attack the face team. Yeah, the the Raw Tide division is real bad. Don't know if you know this. No, I did know this. That's why we gave it the most egregious misuse of talent last year. Yeah, there was also a, a tag gauntlet match earlier tonight, but I I don't want to talk about it. Is heavy machinery heels now? No, there are faces. They, they won. They won the gauntlet. I'm aware they won the gauntlet, but. That's kind of weird. No, they're just trying to push them. And also, all the other teams suck. Who are the other teams that were in the gauntlet match? Uh, the Ascension. Wow, okay. Um, Zack Ryder and, uh, Kurt Hawkins. They're baby faces. And the B team. They're also baby faces. Yeah. So are so is heavy machinery. Are they though? Yeah, because they do the worm or the caterpillar. I don't know, John. I don't. Don't ask me about the raw tie division. I don't get it. Look, look, man. Otis masturbated on that belt. So what? Remember that. What? They just randomly showed up during that moment of bliss where they revealed the, ta- the women's tag team belts. Oh, yeah, he did do that. That's cool. I was into it. Was it cool? Yes, it was. I'm pretty sure it was a sex crime. Everything Otis does is a sex crime. And I know a lot about sex crimes. Did you see? I know you saw the video of that Doraemon game. What? The, the weird Japanese Super Nintendo game. 
that I posted on my Instagram last week. I did not see that. I'll have to look at it later. It's, it was part of my story. Oh. See, I, I, I'm bad at keeping up with stories on Instagram. My bad. I'm pretty sure you did, I'm pretty sure you did see it, but whatever. Like, I probably did. I don't remember, but yeah. Uh, the point is, it's a Japanese kids game where, for some reason, they programmed in a house that you could walk into, and every time you walk into it, you see a cutscene of a girl in the bathtub. Yes, I remember this now. Why would they do that? Japan. Hey, John, I don't want to talk about Raw much longer, so can I talk about the last thing? Sure, Owen. Weird storyline. Uh, Stephanie uh, has the Raw Women's title. It's currently vacated. This story doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, people got real mad at the crowd for not reacting, but to be fair, we didn't fucking get it. Oh, why would they be mad at the crowd? This is just bad. Oh, shit, I forgot to write the Triple H promo. Speaking of bad, things that the crowd... Yeah, speaking of things that are bad... Uh, yeah, Triple H cut that weird promo where he, uh... kept calling Ric Flair Richard Fleer, and then also kept mixing up the pronunciation, so... so Yeah, stop calling him Fleer, it's Richard Flair! He kept switching between calling him Flair and Fleer. Even though he meant to say Fleer each time. It was dumb! Isn't but isn't his name just always pronounced Flair, even though it's it's spelled Flair? No, it's it's pronounced Flair. Hmm. But the fact that he when he was trying to call him by his real name, he sometimes still said Flair. He said Richard Flair. Because you know, he's bad. You know what's you know what's cool, Owen? What? I really like it when after we have a weekend where Ronda Rousey destroys Wrestle Twitter with her weird with getting so angry and mad online that she starts fucking shooting and, and fucking breaking kayfabe uh, that Vin, that fucking Triple H comes out and cuts the most fucking Russo shit ever with that with his basically like all this other shit is fake but this thing is real I, I texted promo. you during Raw I said this is a Vince Russo shit and I don't like it what the fuck? I didn't like this at all. It's like, dude, stop saying you're not going to fight the character. It's like, it's a wrestling show. It's what we want. We want to see the character, you idiot. It was... I, I didn't like it. And also, he is going to fight the character because it's fucking Batista. He's to doing this shit. Yeah, it's a wrestle show. They're going to do it's wrestling. It's a wrestling thing. show. They're going to do the wrestling thing. Yeah, but getting back to the uh, the women's title thing, and like I just oh, and also boy. I just want to say this thing. No, just because it's something I just thought of. Okay, um, and it, it is directly related to that Ronda Rousey thing. Like because it was a comment I had seen online. People actually tried to compare fucking Ronda Rousey's like Vince Russo bullshit to Roman Reigns' saying my real name is Joe. Fuck no. Fuck you. Fuck them. Fuck you. No. That's not okay. For one, for one, for one, there's a bit of a difference between a guy saying, hey, I use a stage name when I wrestle versus someone saying, there's a script 
and it says who's going to win and who's going to lose. And I don't care what the script says. I'm going to go into business for myself and beat your fucking ass. Uh huh. There's a bit of a difference between that. Yeah, I know. Those two things. And for two, the man has fucking leukemia. Fuck you. Why are you acknowledging these people? They don't. They, they're they're not human. To. Someone needs to. They're not human. To tell them. Someone needs to remind them that they're not human. Anyway. You, you, you cool? I'm not cool because we need to talk about how terrible oh, the Becky oh, oh, John, story is get, now. Oh, by the way, John, you know what else is in uh, Twitch Sings? What's that? Cool for the summers in there. Die for each other. Yeah, don't tell your mother. I already did. Ah, fuck. But yeah, I, I signed that. It's all, it sounds very good. Anyway, uh... So, yeah, Stephanie has the belt. She goes, oh, uh, yeah, the, the stipulation, the, you know, the charges have been dropped on Becky. Also, her suspension's removed. Also, she's going to fight on Sunday. Because, but wait a minute, Owen. How can Stephanie remove Becky's suspension after Becky, she apparently couldn't remove the suspension the first time because Vince overrode her? Because Vince doesn't exist this week. I don't know. Hey, John, it's as if this is really bad writing. It's full of plot holes. I know. I'm pointing it out for a reason. I hate it. I They're making me not want to see this match. And it's fucking upsetting. Yeah, I'm already not into this match now. It's great. But anyway, continue to the second plot hole. Uh, yeah. Um, so... They're gonna have a, for the vacant title. It's Becky versus Charlotte. Yay! Also, Becky has to two SmackDown, two SmackDown women wrestling for the Raw Championship. Well, yeah, well, you know, brand, brand split doesn't matter. Hence, why Alistair Black and Rick Shaver fighting on SmackDown. Don't tell Fox. Oh boy. They got time. They have they have until October. But yeah. Also, Becky has to sign a uh, a thing that says that if she gets fucked and murdered, that she can't sue. Because why not? Isn't that just? But why? Don't I don't know, John. None of this makes sense. This isn't an unsanctioned match. Let me tell you how they did with the heat for this match. During their entrances on Raw, for all three women, the crowd did not react. Not even for Becky. They killed it. Damn. Oh, jeez. Trace in the the chat says, All that you're saying here about Raw is making Arn Anderson push drunk Alicia Fox sounds like a solid business decision by comparison. That's... That's... that's, Fucking wow! Fuck, fuck, Trace. That's just mean. That's hardcore, but also not entirely wrong. Not entirely wrong. Yeah, I know that you don't really want to talk about that one until you get it confirmed by people you know, Owen. Oh, I I think it's pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Pretty solid. I, 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 at least I don't have anyone tell me it's not true. 
Yeah, maybe we don't actually want Arn working for AEW, apparently. Eh, maybe. Retire, bitch. What the fuck? He made a mistake. He made a mistake. I, I grant him that. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's a mistake. But that's also a pretty fucking crazy mistake. Yeah. This shit ain't the 80s anymore. God damn. That's just Arn had off day. But yeah, the uh, no reactions for you know Ronda Rousey or any of them because uh, oh yeah by the way Ronda showed up and she says uh, I didn't vacate the title despite the fact that I dropped the belt and left. Then what did you do? I don't fucking know. She doesn't know how wrestling works. I didn't vacate the title. So Stephanie is just gonna be like, well, too fucking bad because I have the title now, and then you. No, you she handed it away, back. So fuck you. Sorry, she handed it back. What? She handed but it back. It's, but it's Stephanie. She handed it back. But, she, but it's Stephanie. And then she's like, oh, by the way, that's that match now is, if uh, Becky wins the triple threat, if Charlotte wins, Becky's out. John, why? John, but, Becky won the Rumble. Yeah, Becky won the Rumble. Why, why does she have to fight to get into a triple threat? Why isn't it just whoever wins gets in? Yeah, why isn't it just... Or how about, why isn't it if Charlotte wins, then she's in? Because Charlotte has no reason to be in this because she didn't win anything. Vince just randomly decided, oh, you're in it now. Yeah. Fun fact. And apparently we don't care what Vince thinks anymore because we're just unsuspending Becky Lynch for some reason. None of this makes sense. John, when they announced that stipulation, the entire crowd shrugged and went, what? Like, there was no pop. We all went... And, and there were several one-on-one chants in the crowd going, we just fucking want a singles match. Why can't we have that? Why is Charlotte... This doesn't make any sense. Because the crowd is smart. We knew that this didn't make sense and we're not going to cheer it. Because, Owen, it's an important event that's happening. So Charlotte needs to be acknowledged once again as being important and cool by having this famous moment that we can say and point to and look and say... Look at this. Charlotte was the first ever to do these things. Some say Charlotte started the women's revolution. Uh, Oh, you mean Charlotte, the person who on SmackDown fell flat on her fucking face trying to cut a simple fucking promo. Jesus, it was so bad. Well, why don't you tell me about SmackDown then, Owen? Unless there's there's more to say about Raw. I don't don't want to really talk about that promo because it was backstage. It was just bad, but uh, yeah, R- Rhonda did the Russo thing. She says, you know, I'm. For, for, remember when she turned heel and said, "Fuck the crowd, I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to entertain you anymore. I'm just going to kick ass." And then she says, "I don't give a shit what they say. I'm just going to beat up these two ladies right now." And uh, okay. yeah, yeah, she beat the shit out of uh, Becky. Which, here's... How about this for logic, John? 
Becky, the person that Ronda kept saying, oh, she needs to be included in the match at Mania. She's the one that she that she injures before the match on Sunday where she would get into the match at Mania. What? The problem... The problem with all of this is that this all makes total fucking sense. It really does. No, it doesn't. No, it does. If you follow the fucking Twitter, the Twitter shit. Like, this is basically becoming like, you need to follow all the fucking extracurricular shit to understand what's going on. And like, you need to actually understand that like, fucking... Becky and Rhonda going ballistic on fucking Twitter on Wednesday, like last Thursday was like this fucking big changing moment. But like, it, it doesn't work that way. And I don't think they understand it doesn't work that way. Be- and it can't because the shit that matters is the shit that's on television. If it's not on television and like, you're not just trumpeting it and saying like, holy shit, look at this thing that happened. Cause I'm assuming like, and I know you probably didn't watch like the, you know, the, the broadcast version, but hmm. it's not like they acknowledged the twit the Twitter beef at all. No, the, sure. the inter graphics of it at all or anything. No, like, so it's basically they're basing the new character alignments and all this shit around everything that happened on an extra fucking curricular thing, where like you can't, they can't, kind of also can't really acknowledge it because not only was it not, you know, kayfabe in a lot of ways. It was also really not PG in a lot of ways. Yeah, but also, John, if we're following the logic that that uh, the Twitter beef is canon, why did why did Rhonda do rest do fake attack on Becky? Why didn't she legitimately punch her in the face? Because none of this makes sense. Yeah. Also, Trace it's, in the chat says that Philly not popping or even booming at a wrestling happening is a serious danger sign, and he is correct. Yep. It, it, it's very flat. We're all just like, eh. This Because that's exactly it. Is None of this makes sense. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just like... They are really... They really are. They're, they're fucking... They have found a way to fuck up a sure thing, and I don't understand it. I honestly don't. Yeah, like, I don't... Like... A few weeks ago, the idea of a triple threat, I went, I don't like it, but okay, that'll be fine. Now, I don't care. I don't want that. I don't even know if I want the singles match anymore. Like, this is all sucks. They need, after Elimination Chamber, after they get through all this bullshit, or, I mean, Fastlane, I keep saying Elimination Chamber, after we get through Fastlane and all this bullshit, uh, can we just, like, get to building the actual match and stop all this, you know, dancing around shit? It's just like, why are we doing this? Why are we wasting all of our time? And it's just like, and they just fucking drop it at the at a fucking whim. Like, the whole thing about, like, building up Becky Lynch as the underdog, building up all this shit, they just, like, completely fucking drop the Vince nonsense and everything. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh, I can, uh, Jump to SmackDown now. I'll tell you about how they continued this. Uh, please don't. But I know you will. Yeah. Um, Charlotte came out and had called out Becky to have a face to face in the ring, and 
you know, after Becky getting annihilated by Ronda Rousey and apparently getting her arm broken, she was fine. She just had her crutch. And then also ended up getting the advantage and putting Charlotte into Disarmor. So she's the one with the advantage going into the pay-per-view. Sure. You know, the one that got injured, like, oh, we don't know if she's going to be okay for Sunday. Yeah, she fucking, she's fucking fine. Thanks. Thanks for, the you know, diffusing that whole thing. Sure. I don't even care about this match on Sunday. I honestly didn't even know that there was a pay-per-view on Sunday until I was watching, uh... Until I was watching 205 Live and they showed the graphic for it. I was like, wait, what? Yep. Fast lane. This Sunday. I kept saying Elimination Chamber because it's so close to that, but it's fast lane on Sunday. This is a mistake. Yeah, it is. You know what, you know what else is a mistake? What's that, Owen? I know I'm boring you, but Kevin Owens being a baby face. I can't believe it. I it sucks. Like how could the crowd was behind him and I like do you people not know who the fuck he is? He's lying. At least I hope this whole thing is that Kevin Owens is just full of shit to get this title shot and as soon as he loses it, he just turns heel again. Tell me more. Because all he was like relate to the fans like, oh I would I'm like all you guys, you know, and oh, Dan Bryan's making a fat joke to, you know, get me, but, you know, I care about the people, and I'm not going to stoop to your level, I'm not going to say I'm better than everyone else, and I'm going to fight you. And that's, his whole character is him saying he's better than everyone else. Yeah, the whole point of Kevin Owens is that he's amazing and great and super talented and the most insecure motherfucker on the planet who will murder you just to make himself seem like he actually belongs. I have to believe this is him playing an act. And he's going to turn heel as soon as he loses. That It has to. Because I don't believe him. And the fact that the crowd's buying into it, I hate it because I'm like, no, stop. He's not. It's Kevin Owens. He's he's an asshole. What we'll to see? I I haven't seen it, so I can't. You know, obviously, I don't know what's going on. You should watch the opening really. promo. It's weird. But in a lot of ways, the way that you describe it, it kind of reminds me of when they were making fucking Ms. Ric Flair's protege. Oh no. What discuss? Um, as bad, not as bad. It, it's kind of bad, but the crowd's buying it, so I don't. I'm confused. Crowd bought that too for a little bit, at least. Wolfsburg are a bunch of idiots. That's where SmackDown was. I don't even know where that is. It's in Pennsylvania. Cool. Yeah. Raw and SmackDown are in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh back to back weeks. Don't don't give one of them SmackDown though. Give them to these idiots. Uh, the other uh, big thing that happened on SmackDown is that r Truth came out and said, because if you don't know, last week he had an open challenge for the U.S. title, 
I did. That was answered by Mysterio and Andrade, so it was a triple threat. I'm aware. And his thing was, you know, because he's doing it because, you know, he's looking up to John Cena, who he noted this week as his childhood hero, John Cena. He said it last week, too. Yeah, despite the fact... That our truth is like five years older than John Cena, and also he fought him for the WWE Championship at a pay per view. It's so good. It's really fucking good. I love it. It's I love our truth so much. It's so good. And he pointed out, apparently John Cena did this every week. Shit. I guess I have to do that. But also, John Cena said that you can't see him, but I saw him. I on the poster in my room every night, so I don't know what to believe. God damn our truth. Yeah. And then Lacey Evans showed up. Wait, really? And he thought that she was answering the challenge, but he, but she just did her thing where she left. God damn it. And his response was, come back, sexy glove lady. Archer is very funny. But yeah, then, then his his uh, challenge was, was answered by Samoa Joe. Oh, okay. And Rey Mysterio. Wait, what? And Andrade. But they both lost last time! It's still an open challenge. Nobody ever open challenged twice? Well, they did. And R-Truth was very concerned when the referee took the belt and Greg announced it as a fatal four-way. And he went, ah, shit. No. Why? And we had a fatal four-way. And it was really good. And also Samoa Joe won. Hooray! I wish I cared. Samoa Joe won his... You should care. Samoa Joe won his first main roster title. Right before WrestleMania. I'm aware, but it's the United States Championship. Yeah, but the the, the man makes the title, the title doesn't make the man. Samojo could do something with this. He will on the pre-show. I, I don't... Fine. As long as he does something and he's on the WrestleMania card, because he... Notice every other year he's missed WrestleMania, right? Yeah, I'm aware. So... Him getting to do it and also get to defend a title, that's good. Pre-show doesn't count as WrestleMania card, though. He'll be on the main... Ro- he'll, be, he'll be... Ask Neville and Austin Aries. He'll be on... He'll be on the main show, because the, the pre-show will be the Cruiserweight match and the two Battle Royals. So, yes, he'll be on the main card. They, they need, you know, matches, you know, as cooldowns, so he'll be in one of those spots. You can't wait. Yeah. Samoa Joe's got a title. I'm happy. That's it for SmackDown. I'm sure they'll book him very well. Thanks, John. Why don't you quickly tell me about uh, 205 Live? Okay, yeah. There are two matches this week. Okay. One of them was really fucking long. Actually, they were both really fucking long. And, and also very good, but mostly really fucking long. What happened? Uh, well, first we had uh, Humberto Carrillo versus, for some reason, Oni fucking Lorcan. Fuck yeah, dude! 
And they showed like a goddamn five minute video on Oni Larkin. Because he rules. Hey, I'm not saying Oni Larkin doesn't rule. I'm saying it's very strange that they would randomly bring up Oni Larkin to 205 Live for this tournament. How'd he do? This match is fucking great. <laughs> of course it is. Like, I immediately understood why they brought him him in. Because, like, I feel like Oni Orkin was definitely... Uh, he wasn't really a heel, per se, but I feel like he was kind of wrestling the heel of the match. Mm-hmm. In a broad sense. Like, a lot of what he was doing was very much grounding uh, Humberto and, like, slowing down the pace of the match. Like, I feel like there are definitely some spots where I felt like it felt to me a lot in a lot of ways like Oni was there in a sense because he is like, you know, for as much as he is an NXT dude, he's also kind of a veteran and it felt like he was calling a lot of that match and like it, it had a real flow because of him because of it. Mm-hmm. And like, it was good for a while. Like there were a lot of headlocks at first and Oni just kind of keeping him grounded and everything. And then Oni decided, you know, what? actually I'm just going to fuck you up. Remember how bad that dude's chest was after that Walter match? Yeah. Or Daniel Bryan uh, after the Greatest Royal oh, Rumble? Oh, Jesus, you could compare it to that? Humberto got fucked up by Oni. His chest was looking bad. Don't fuck with Oni, man. No! Oni's a fucking monster. Did he win? And like, um, well, Owen... Humberto decides he's going to go to the top rope. No, don't do that. And here's the thing. Don't forget, his two dads are backstage watching him. I'm aware. Drew Gulak, Jack Gallagher, both wearing t-shirts with Humberto's face on them. (laughs) What? Yeah. Sure. His two proud dads. It's pretty great. I love it. Humberto goes to the top rope, goes to do like a shooting star press or something. Oni gets his feet up and kicks him in the goddamn face. Hits him with a finisher. Oni wins. (laughs) What? Drew was right. Don't go to the top rope. Don't do your high flying. Damn. Hey, hear me out. Oni should win this tournament. Maybe. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Let Oni have a match at WrestleMania. Also, I mean, Trace, your boy is your boy is still in it though, Owen. Oh shit! Okay, never mind. Also, Trace in the chat says Gallagher said they were classy shirts. They're pretty classy shirts. Not gonna lie, yes. I'd own one. They should sell them. Also, Drew Gulak should win this tournament. Not too late. You already said Oni. I didn't know Gulak was in it. You should have known. You're hear so hear me out, John. Your... Look at you being a fake friend. Hear me out, though, John. How about we get uh, Drew versus uh, Oni? I mean, that could happen. Did they, let's make that happen. Especially after he killed his son. So remember how Mike Kanellis uh, no. was going to have a match this week? No. 
Yeah, he, he had a jobber match. I guessed. Some Chikara-looking motherfucker. Oh. Why? That's what Mike and Maria said, too. And did they get an answer? Yeah, they got the answer from Drake Maverick of, well, yeah, I'm not going to put you in the tournament because you haven't won anything lately, so get a win and then get back on track, and yeah, then we can figure things out. So fight this fucking... Icarus looking piece of shit. But the tournament's happening now. Yeah. Is he not in the tournament? No. Then the I don't know. He's just having a random jobber match. Okay. And he murdered the jobber before the bell rang. So this was a no contest. Great. So he didn't win. So he didn't so he didn't win. What's the point? I don't know. What else happened on this show? And then we had the main event, which was Akira Tozawa and Cedric Alexander uh, in the tournament. And this was like fucking 25 minutes. Jesus. Yeah, it was really fucking long and also really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Like, the crowd actually got like super fucking into it. What? And like was doing 205 chants. What? Yeah. They piped that in. That's not real. It it seemed pretty real, dog. Still real to and you. I would believe it. And I would believe it because this match was fucking awesome, actually. Nice. But still too long. I'm sure because it's a long night. They don't need a 25 minute match at the end. They don't need a. You don't need to do this, especially for this show. True. Like I get it. It's fucking great. And it was so well done, and I, I cannot recommend it enough. But, yeah, it was too... You, I feel like you could have cut, like, five minutes from this match, and it still would have been great. Mm-hmm. Cedric Alexander won. Good. Is that it for 205? That's it. But I, I see another note here. What is the other note? It says... In all caps, Kendrick Beard is returning. Oh, yeah, that's right. They just showed... A, yeah, they basically they showed uh, Cedric Alexander cut like a promo backstage in like a weird pink and weird purple room where it was very dark uh-huh. and purpley. And it was like, wait, is he in the Velveteen Dream Chamber? Yes. Cedric's good at talking. Yeah. And then after that, they cut to... Uh, Tazawa talking to Brian Kendrick backstage, and Kendrick's growing a beard again. Good. He needs it badly. I, I know. Um, did he lose a bet or something to lose it? I don't know, man. I guess he just wanted to look young. But like we talked about last week, it doesn't work for his character. He needs to be looking like Rickety Cricket. Yes. Okay, is now is that it for 205? That's definitely it for 205. Tell me about NXT. It was all Dusty Rhodes Classic this week, except for, like, one thing. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. They did the entire first round, in fact. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was a fucking long episode. I mean, it was supposed to be an hour. 
felt longer. Okay. Uh, also, Trace in the chat says, I want a Velveteen Dream Chamber pay-per-view now. Yes, please. Yes. Is it the Elimination Chamber, just it's purple? Sure. And all the all the pods that. are full of smoke. All my pods are always full of smoke, if you know what I oh, mean. Oh, I know. I, John, I am fully aware of what you mean. Tell me about NXT, because, because it's a long Because episode. I'm really into jewel pods. I thought you were going to say Tide Pods. Fuck. Got them. Alright, first... First, they started the show with a fucking showstopper. Mm-hmm. You could have ended the show right here and it would have been fucking a great NXT. What was it? It was goddamn Aleister Black and Ricochet versus the European Union. Uh, European... Which I guess... Only Lorcan which I guess is Danny Burch? No. No, in fact, I guess that's the new name for our friends uh, Evolve Champion Fabian Eichner and Smalter. You call him Smalter and I hate it. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong, but it's... He has the hands behind his back, and he wears a black jacket. He's Smalter. (laughs) You're not wrong, but also, it's Marcel Bartel. Come on. Also, Trace is loving Smalter. Like I said, Smalter! Fucking small. So that's just fucking ridiculous. Holy shit! Everyone in this is so fucking talented. Even Smalter. But even Smalter, he's always been good. You leave him alone. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know what? Here's the thing I would say about that: is like Ricochet's a fucking video game character. Alistair True. Black is awesome. Fabian Eichner, we've been on since, like, he came back to NXT after the Cruiserweight Classic, and he had that one random match where you're like, oh, fuck, what? Yeah, man, he's been great. Smalter is the one X-Factor here that I would say that, like, you know, he's good, but I don't really know that much about him. There was a fucking crazy-ass spot in this where, like, Smalter threw fucking Ricochet from the top rope into Fabian Eichner, who grabbed him and in midair lifted him up into a delayed vertical fucking suplex and brain bustered him. Yeah, dude. I t- and then he did a and then he did a fucking goddamn like splash from the, the fucking top rope. Two things, John. One, I appreciate you refuse to call him by his real name. And two, I've been on his shit since his first match in NXT. I I love this guy. Like he like had a bar burner from the get go. So I've you weren't around. You were off somewhere. But I've I've been way into this guy. This match is fucking awesome. I'm I'm I might have to go back and watch this. You need to watch this. Everyone in this match is just fucking incredible and so talented. Like oh my god. Who won? Like, in a night that had ab- some absolutely crazy spots, especially the main event, like, this is probably still my favorite match, because it was just chaos in the best way. And again, Fabian Eichner, incredible. Who won? Ricochet and Aleister Black, are you kidding me? I just, I just had to ask. You really think Smalter is going to win? I, I like him. He's smalter. You need to stop calling him that. 
to stop dressing and posing like the ring comp. You know this is going to eventually lead to a match with those two, right? I hope so. But in a a twist, they actually become a tag team. I was going to say in a twist, like, it's true doppelganger scenario, and when Walter tries to smack Smalter, uh, they both die. (laughs) That'd be pretty good, actually. I'm into it. What else happened on NXT? Do you like Oni Lorcan? Yeah. He was here, too. Oh, shit. Double. Double Oni. With Danny Birch. Yeah. Guess what? What? Fuck you, we fought the Forgotten Sons. Oh, God, I hate them. So, here's the thing I wrote in the notes. Uh, oh, and you've seen The Warriors, right? Uh, it's a long time ago. Do you remember the orphans? Vaguely. The you know like the weird uh the weird street gang that's just like kind of the the poor street gang mm-hmm. that didn't get invited to the thing. It's just like we're the orphans and like they talk act like they're tough even though they're total pushover w- losers. Uh huh. The Forgotten Sons of the Orphans changed my mind. Why would I fucking hate them? Also, man, I feel like Wesley Blake got fat since you know Blake and Murphy. It's what happens when you don't listen to enough dubstep. Or hang out with Buddy Murphy and, like, cut your weight crazily, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's what happened. All of Buddy Murphy's weight went to Blake. Damn. Got him. I mean, I don't want I don't want a body shame here. Like, hey, if he's happy and living his life, then cool. And it's not like... It's not like he's Cassius Ono and that... I was about to say, I, I, I body shame Cassius Ono all the time. I, Cassius Ono doesn't look healthy. Yeah, like I'm not gonna, you know, not to, you know, say, oh, yeah, I'm in the wrong here. No, fuck Cassius Ono. He's fat. But also, what's the like not doing well? Weird. The match with the Forgotten Sun sucked. I can't believe it. There was there was definitely some exciting parts towards the end. Yeah, because Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch tried to save it. Because Oni Lorcan is a fucking psychopath. True. It's just running at you with all the uppercuts uh-huh. and so cool. But look, man, Oni Lorcan's great. He's not a miracle worker. No, of course not. He's also not a winner. What? You literally just Forgot. said he won on 205. Yeah, but not here. Forgotten Sons won. Fuck off. Get hyped to see them. No! I don't know who. I don't care. Maybe DIY? John, I don't care. I don't care about the Forgotten Sons. Tell me literally anything else now. Owen, you lied to me. What? Oh, actually, before I talk about how you lied to me, let's talk about uh, who came out after this match. Uh-huh. The motherfucking Velveteen Dream. What? Is he in the tournament? No. no. He was just like, hey, I'm here to stand on the announce t- the announcer's table and talk about how I'm the North American champion. As you do. And then... He was interrupted by a Mr. Bro. 
Mr. Bro? Yes. Bro. And Matt Riddle was all like, I want to look at your belt. Okay, cool. Now they see your belt. I want to... I wonder what it would look like around me. Good promo. And then Velveteen Dream made him disappear. What? Velveteen Dream has the power to summon spotlights. And he was just like, the spotlight is on me. And then suddenly all the lights went out and the spotlight was on Velveteen Dream. And Matt Riddle just disappeared, I guess? Because he was never seen again! Well, R.I.P. Matt Riddle. Because Velveteen Dream was just in the spotlight, so my assumption is that Velveteen Dream must have banished him to the cornfield. I was gonna say he sent him to the, uh, the vape chamber. I think Velveteen Dream is a wizard, and I like that. Oh, duh, everyone knows he's a wizard. He's a wizard. He's a wizard king. And Kathy Kelly's the queen, obviously. Prove me wrong. But anyway, no, because instead I'm going to talk about how you lied to me. I didn't lie to you, John. I'm looking at what you wrote here. I never told you this. You told me that Montez Ford doesn't, or that fucking Angela Dawkins doesn't mix the bowl anymore. When did I say this? You said that to me! I did not say that to you. You said it to me. I said you he... said to me he doesn't mix the bowl anymore. I didn't say that. And that they were good now because he doesn't mix the bowl anymore. Owen, I didn't say that. the bowl. Of course he did. I... John, he always mixes the bowl. I hate it! Weird. I also hate you it. Know what I... You know what I don't hate? Smalter? Montez Ford. Oh. Because he came out. Not only were they all were they dressed in red track suits. Oh, did he have the red shoes? Of course they had red shoes. Well, only Montez was at red shoes. No, they both had red shoes. Fuck, never mind. But Montez had a crown. Yeah. A red ski mask and what? sunglasses. Wait, what? He was wearing a red ski mask, sunglasses, and a crown. Why? Montez Ford is the fucking best. But why a ski mask? They're in Florida. Because he's the best. How do you even get a ski mask in Florida? Where do you get a red ski mask is what I want to know. I, I don't know. WBShop.com? so cool. They need to sell those on dot, dot com now. They fought some team. I don't even remember who. They did, I assume that they won. <laughs> no, they didn't actually. What? <laughs> you don't know the team it, that they that advanced? What the fuck, John? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm not looking at my notes because I'm too busy laughing at Montez Ford's fucking ski mask. I had, it was so good. You don't have the team listed in, in here. I have to fucking look this up now. Jesus, dude. What are you doing? Uh, if, if, I, I mean, if they, if they, if, you know, 
The Street Profits won, I'd get it, but you have to write who won the match. No, I don't, because it Jeez. was Mustache Mountain. Yeah, Jesus, Mustache Mountain! That's why it was a good match. Mustache Mountain does the job. The, the ski mask overpowered the mustache? Yes! That's, that is fucked up. The ski mask was so good! Imagine a ski mask, but also a mustache. Actually, I'd be really into that if, if Trent Seven came out in a ski mask, but you still completely saw his beard. Yeah. Trent Seven's great. Remember when, no, this was, remember when we saw no, this him was a, and he died? This was a very... Yeah, I do. This was a very good and very fun match, and I very much enjoyed it. R.I.P. Trent Seven. They all... They ran... They threw themselves all over the place, and they, you know... It was pretty much exactly what you'd expect from Mustache Mountain and Street Profits, but it was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And also, I appreciate that they actually won with the fucking stupid Burning Hammer stomp that I still kind of hate. Why hate But it? if you're gonna... Because I don't, don't... Just don't use the Burning Hammer, man. Come on. Okay. Just, just save the Burning Hammer... Okay. I'm still pissed off about when Kyle O'Reilly kicked out of it. No. Yeah, it's understandable. Mustache Mountain won. Yeah, of course he did. But I wish they didn't because I love Montez Ford. Yeah. What if what if, what if uh, Trent Seven wears the ski mask next round because he he won it in the match? I mean, if we're going with keep what you kill rules, then sure. Yeah. That's how it works in the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Dusty would have wanted it that way. John? You know what the winner of the Dusty Rhodes Classic gets, Owen? The tag title match. Nope. What do you mean, nope? Not really what she... That's not the real prize. Yeah, but they do actually get that. You have, We have to make that clear. What? But you know what the real prize is? I swear, if you say your dick, I'm gonna be so mad. Shit, I should have said that one. <laughs> what is it, John? It's even worse. He's <laughs> got a bicycle! Oh, shit, they want a bicycle. Why isn't the trophy just dusty on a bicycle? I mean, it wouldn't be Dusty on a bicycle, it would be Bubba holding a bicycle. I know, but it'd be funny, <laughs> I just tried to picture Dusty Rhodes in polka dots on a bicycle, and I like it. I don't know where the, I don't know where the kitty stole it from went. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, the bicycle spot's so good. Owen! What? Why are Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish so fucking good? Because they're, uh, because they shocked the system? God damn, they're fucking amazing. Hold on, wait, I, I did it wrong. They shock the system. John Gargano came out and he had his music. Yeah. And Ciampa came out and he had his music. Y yeah, okay. And then he was like, no, wait, man, check this out. And then they played DIY music. What? It was fucked up. Also, uh, Trace in the chat says that uh, Red Dragon has been good for many years now. I know they have, but seeing them back in action again, 
like, in this match, which was fucking awesome. Like, holy shit. It makes, it really does make you realize, like, god damn, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, like, for as much as I do really want Kyle O'Reilly to be the secret breakout star of Undisputed Era and, like, be the actual one that gets pushed instead of Adam Cole, like, fuck, dude, watching these two work together versus, like, watching fucking O'Reilly and, and Roderick Strong. Yeah, they, it's a, they have the chemistry. Million. Yeah, like, not to say that, that Bobby, the Kyle O'Reilly and, and the Rod Strong was bad. No. But... Fish and O'Reilly, like, you know, to me, O'Reilly's already on another level. Add in Fish, though, and it's like, they're just, they're just fucking doing crazy shit all over the place. Yeah, pe- with Fish out for a while, people forgot that he is really fucking good. He really is. Those two work like a well-oiled machine together. Mm-hmm. And clearly, they had to beat this other team that just, you know, reformed just now. Johnny Gargano is really good at being a baby face in peril. Wait. Because he spent wait, a lot of this match wait, being fucking dead. Wait. Are you saying DIY or faces? I don't know, but the crowd was super into them. Okay, let me rephrase. The crowd was super into D- the, I- the idea of DIY, and anytime Johnny did anything... Uh, and they really were into when Ciampa got the hot tag after Johnny just got spent most of the match getting fucked up. But a bunch of times that Ciampa got, was put into the match, they booed. Okay, that's weird, but I get it. It's a weird thing. This whole thing is weird, and I really wish that we were actually going to get the end of this storyline. But rip Ciampa. Oh, now Adam Cole has to win the title. I'm okay with that. Undisputed Irish got to win all the belts. They said they were going to. They got to, Bebe. Yep, and then Rod Strong's going to win the North American title. And uh, But here's the problem, Owen. Undisputed Era win the tag titles. What? Undisputed Era may win the tag titles, but they ain't going to do it now because DIY won. Oh, fuck. Damn. I didn't see that coming. Yep, DIY pinned Kyle O'Reilly. We meet in the middle. Oh, well. It was a great fucking match. I guess they're not going to win it at this pay-per-view. They'll win it at the, the next one. They'll win it at the SummerSlam one. Okay, here's another crazy spot that happened. Uh, they had Bobby Fish put him in a wheelbarrow. He's got a wheelbarrow! You know, like you had him up in a wheelbarrow. Uh, O'Reilly fucking DDTs him from the wheelbarrow. Shit. Bobby Fish picks him up from still in the wheelbarrow after the DDT. Fucking German suplexes him. Like a deadlift? Yeah. And then out of fucking nowhere, Kyle O'Reilly flies in from the top rope and fucking knees is Johnny Gargano in the goddamn face. I was going to ask if it was a knee. He's very good at those knees. Yeah. He also didn't need to, to chop it while he was on the outside. And that's how he got hurt. Oh, man. Rip. That's not actually how he got hurt, folks at home. I'm just making a joke. Because he's dead now. It's just... 
these two are fucking incredible. They really are. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I'm just at a loss for words, honestly. Like, I, it blows my mind that they're not, you know, and I get it, obviously, that, like, they didn't go with them because they have a, a story that they were trying to tell with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, which, whoops. Yeah. But just give, put everything on the Undisputed Era. Oh, my God. They're going to. Don't worry. Just give, I hope just they give are. a little time. But John, make Kyle O'Reilly the the forever champion with DIY DIY winning. Uh, is that the end of X Day? That is the end of X Day, indeed. Then we have one last thing to do. Do we have to? Yes, we need to make our predictions for Fastlane. Here's my prediction: I'm not going to watch Fastlane. Why? Yeah, why would I? I think it's going to be fine. Did you want to hear the card? No. I'm going to tell you it anyway. You don't want to make predictions, but I'm going to do it. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, it's the Usos defending against The Miz and Shane McMahon. With this pay-per-view... The Usos is obvious. With this pay-per-view happening in Cleveland. Miz's father is going to die in front of the Cleveland audience, and the Cleveland audience will say, we don't hey John, care, you're from Parma. I said Elimination Chamber again. You didn't correct me. It's Fastlane. Because I don't actually care. Why do I keep saying Elimination Chamber? Because Elimination Chamber is supposed to be the last pay-per-view before the damn WrestleMania. Why'd they, you know, why'd they change it? You know that you're going to have to call this episode Elimination Chamber Predictions. I called the stream that for a bit. And no one told me. Now you got to do it. You got to call it. I'm going to call it Elimination Chamber slash Fastlane Predictions because uh, whatever. No, it's just called Elimination Chamber. No, because I correct. I did end up correcting myself before the show ended. Yeah, but also it's funny and no one will actually notice because everybody else. No, there's already an episode called that. I have to call it. I have to put a slash in there. It's a different date. What if I made it the same date? But if I got the date wrong, too. Trace doesn't know what Fastlane is. Well, neither do I, so let's stop talking about it. Nope. That's it for heel turn. Nope. My prediction is Usos win and Shane McMahon turns on The Miz. No shit. You don't think The Miz is going to turn on Shane? No. They're clearly booking Miz as the babyface for reasons I don't really understand. I, I like the Miz. I don't hate the Miz, he, he, but also I kind of want to. Him, Shane, and Miz had to fight inside Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. No, Shane needs to jump off of it. Stop. Fine. Uh, singles match. Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. This is also the pre-show really? match because I read this out of order. Wait, really? Yeah, Andrade Rey Mysterio is the pre-show match. What? Why? What? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, you don't want to see Andrade and Rey Mysterio do a wrestle? I do, but it's also strange that they're putting on the pre-show when it's like God. we've seen this match a bunch of times before, and also really the pre-show. 
Oh god, now Trace is saying that the pay-per-view should be called Roadblock, and now I'm mad. He's not wrong. I'm mad. He's not wrong, though. No, it's, it, no, it's called Roadblock End of the Line. Come on. No, that was only one of them that was Roadblock End of the Line. No, we gotta do it again. Roadblock End of the Line 2. Also, that one was in December, which was weird. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was weird. It wasn't actually on the road to WrestleMania. No, it which, wasn't because Rob- which I guess made it weird that it was the end of the line. It's the end of the year. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna say Andrade wins. No, Ray's winning. Zelina's gonna interfere. Ray's gonna win. Uh, wait, wait, what? No, it, Zelina's gonna. Interfere? You just said. You just said Zelina's going to interfere, Ray's going to yeah, win. Yeah, I changed my mind. Ray's going to win. Zelina's going to interfere, and she's going to screw up, and Andrade's going to eat it. How about that? We don't get nice things now. You happy? Why would, why would Zelina interfere against No, Andrade? she's in, she's trying to interfere, and she screws up, costing Andrade the match. Zelina, don't make mistakes. Yeah, she did. She was in Andrade's corner against Alistair Black. That wasn't a mistake. That's her husband. God damn it. Who are you picking? She's wor- she's working both sides, okay? I already said Ray's All right, we're picking Ray. Triple threat for the Raw Tag Titles. The Revival defending against Alistair Black and Ricochet and Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Giant Meteor. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna say Gable and Rude win. Giant Meteor is winning. All right. At least that's who I hope wins. The revival. No, the revival's losing and they're going away. No, they're winning, and they're going to stay in this state of being the new Wade Barrett, where they never win unless it's a tag team title defense. Shit. And then they win. Shit, I hate it. Singles match. If Lynch wins, she will be added to the WWE Raw Women's title match at WrestleMania. Charlotte versus Becky. I think the answer is easy. John, am I an asshole in saying that I want Charlotte to win? No, you've just embraced chaos and the fact that this is all terrible. We both know that it's going to be Ronda interfering and the match gets thrown yep. out. Yep. Ronda interferes, the match gets thrown out. And then we have more bullshit around the storyline because we can't get a definitive answer. And it just gets to be a triple threat anyway. Yep, sure will. Alright, uh... Six-man tag match. The Shield versus Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. I mean, the answer is pretty obvious, I think. Yeah, it's going to be The Shield, though. But I'm going to say it. Don't. Dean Ambrose is going to get pinned by Baron Corbin. They're not going to have Roman Reigns lose his first match back. Come on. They are, and it's going to be because of Dean. The fact that you said it was going to be Corbin makes it a million times worse. You know that, right? 
I'm aware. I chose my words. I hate you. Smack that woman's tongue. <sighs> they hate Dean Ambrose that much. Nope. John, That they're gonna no. make him look like that much of a clown. No. John, smack that woman's title. It's not even gonna be on the show. Stop lying. Oscar versus Mandy Rose. Not on the show. Stop lying. It's real. Ma Mandy's winning I've... the title. Mandy's not... If this match happens, which I don't believe it actually will, Mandy is not winning the title. Mandy's winning the title. Mandy is not winning the title. She's winning the title. She's going into WrestleMania as the champion. She is not going into WrestleMania as the champion. That's not happening. All right. Well, I'll talk to you next week about that. Oscar's going. Oscar's going to win, and then she's going, and then she's going to lose the title at, at Mania to Sonya Deville. Fuck. Tell me I'm wrong. I uh, I think Trace has the correct answer. Mandy wins title. Corey Grace proposes. I mean, you don't have to worry about having a wife anymore. Carmella might have an issue with oh, that. Oh fuck! There you go. That sets up the match for for Mania. It's it's Carmella versus Mandy, and Corey Graves is the only person on commentary for it. No, it's a Corey Graves in a pole match because we're going full Russo. Oh man. Thanks, Bruce we've Pritchard. Had, we've already had fucking Hunter do this. Why stop now? Uh, WWE women's tag titles on the line. The Boston Hug connection against Nia Jax and Tamina. Why? What do you mean why? You could be doing the fucking Sky Pirates instead you're doing this? Save the Sky Pirates for Mania, dude. No, they're not. Alright, they're saving the Sky Pirates for the Raw after Mania. No, they're not. Fuck you. Ba Sasha and Bailey are gonna win. Duh. It's a fucking Nia Jax. Are you serious, Tamina? For fuck's sake. It's Nia Jax, though. They love to push her for being terrible. I don't get it. Will Nia Jax injure one of them before Mania in this match? No. Good. And the last match. The W Wait, what? Let me let me clarify that. What? She will instead she will instead injure Tamina. Fuck you. You're a bad person. WWE WWE Championship match. Daniel Bryan defending against Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is a good baby face. No, what? Very talented. What? And great at this. No. And I can't wait for Kofi Kingston to interfere and cause the match to be a no contest. What? Which will then lead to a triple threat at WrestleMania. Fuck you. He's, Kofi's a face. But this company only knows how to tell one story. No. Yes, they do. No. It doesn't mean it'll happen, but they only know how to tell one story. No. Kevin Owens loses. He turns heel. That's it. They only know one story. Uh, Trey says the one story. Open wide, we're shoving this down your throat. 
And that's it for Heel Turn, a production of my crippling depression. It's not just depressing. It's not depressing. It's a website at prowrestling.cool or something. Go to the website. It's not as depressing as this, I swear. Okay. I'm lying. Wow. Thanks. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pwdotc or search prowrestling.cool because it's 2019 and you're looking at Facebook on an iPhone or an Android phone. You're not typing in a URL. I think Trace is buying prowrestling.depressing. Is that a URL? No, it's not. Is that a domain? No, it's not. Well, I wouldn't have said that WebMD.doctor is a, is a real domain, and yet I own that. Good job. Thank you. Tell me more about social media. Like us on, like us on Twitter at the Heel Turn. Well, like us. Whatever you do on Twitter, I don't fucking know. You favor and retweet. All right, I guess it's like now. Is it? Li- I don't know what it is anymore. It is like, and also I'm a ratio the shit out of you for that. <laughs> Got him. We're at the Heel Turn or at PWDOTC, but I don't like that one. So don't follow that one. Wow, that's the one I post the articles on. Uh, also, our Patreon, patreon.cool. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, which is 25 cents a show, you can get the show notes for this and all episodes of Heel Turn. Then also, there's higher tiers, including the 9.99 tier, where you'll hear me and Trace uh, talk about some Japanese wrestling later this month. John? Twitter. I'm at I am John GM. Instagram. I'm at I am John GM. TikTok. I don't have an account. Fucked up. Twitch. No, I didn't. I'm cool on not having one. I'm cool on the only thing I use TikTok for being to search the hashtag. Oh, you're with that dude now. Yep. Uh, tick. Uh, I said TikTok. Twitch. <laughs> twitch.tv slash video underscore shames although considering I don't have a fucking microphone now uh yeah who knows when the fuck video shames will be back I guess yeah it'll be soon don't worry you can follow me on twitter at the underscore ozone and on tiktok at Owen Douglas with two s's Venmo me 110 bucks so I can buy a new microphone that'd be cool no don't do that is that it for the show? Hold on. What, what are you... I have to decide I'm actually going to say my Venmo Don't. screen name. No, you're not. We'll be back <laughs> next week with another episode of Heel Turn, and uh, we'll find out that Mandy Rose is the champion. We'll be all excited. So until then... Venmo me. Nope. Bye. At... Nope. Trying to get a mic. At I... This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.